Um, you'll record this, won't you? Because every f***ing thing that I say to you before we start the programme, you seem to feel is uh, legitimate to go on this podcast. Well, it's uh, it's a podcast where we have a conversation, isn't it? Yeah, but, you know, it's this is not supposed to be the bit that we put out. This is supposed to be the private discussion between you and me uh, while we set the studio up, we get the levels organised, and uh, this is not to be broadcast because, I, I mean, quite frankly, in this day and age of um, of political correctness and all that shit, you you you've got to be so careful. You can't say anything without getting into trouble. If you say anything that will get us into trouble, I'll edit it out afterwards. Yeah, when you say that, and. Uh, Gosh, I can't remember what it was now. Somebody rang in the other day uh, and complained that one of my interviews was biased against Jeremy Corbyn. I mean, how, uh, how ridiculous. It's not biased against Jeremy Corbyn. I just don't like him. And was I involved in that show? No. Well, then why, why are you complaining at me I'm just, for? I'm just using it as an example. Right, okay. Jeremy Corbyn has been invited time and time again onto my program. In fact, onto the whole of talk radio where I do a show, 7 till 10, Monday to Friday. And by the way, catch my new TV show called Break the News. James World Breaks the News, which is part of the radio show. Funny, isn't it? It's like deja vu. I did that 30 years ago. It's different this time because it is a proper TV show rather than just filming me in the radio studio. Well, it's in a different building or part of the building. That's about it. It's, in the, it's the same. It's in the same building, but on a different floor. It's on. It's on the second floor when the radio studios are on the top floor. Yeah, that's definitely different. So I have to run up and down between shows. <laughs> what? It's good. It's not that funny. It, well, it's uh, but, keeping you, know. you fit. Yeah, tune in Friday night, seven till eight. Simulcast on radio and television, and uh, we break the news. Um, I've forgotten where you can see it. You can see it everywhere, can't you? Um, Every social media platform. Yeah, YouTube, Facebook Live, Facebook, FaceTime. Well, you know. And lots of people are watching it, so that's good. So uh, Friday night, 7 till 8. Yeah. Um, right, okay. Now, uh, we've got to start in a minute. So is everything working your end? Nothing works on your end. <laughs> Oh, sorry, that was a bit rude, wasn't it? <clears throat> don't know, I don't get to use it often. Yeah, uh, dogs are not here today, so we'll have no interruptions, although I've got a funny friend staying. A comedian? No, he's a singer. So he's a funny singer? Yeah, well, he's not funny. Anyway, moving on. Um, so uh, we'll get on with it, shall we? If you wouldn't mind, yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't think of anything else to tell you off about. Uh, we've done Welsh, haven't we? Uh, yeah. So, should we just um, should we just play the stuff and start? Okay. Somebody sent me an email the other day. Said you don't play any music on the show anymore. Yeah, um, we don't. No, we, we seem to run out of time. Otherwise, we probably would. Oh, well, I fill the time in with the uh, conversation we just had. I beg your pardon. Well, it's either the conversation that we've just had. Or a bit of music halfway through. Oh, well, let's go back to playing music because nobody really wants to hear the private conversation. You do, you put out because I and I ought to listen more. But somebody told me that they were. It sounded like uh, we didn't know we were being recorded. Well, you know we're being recorded. What was that? Uh, the thing telling you that we're being recorded. And now on my, on my laptop it says upgrade to Mac OS Mojave. Yeah, don't do that. Get dark mode, stacks, 
new apps and a new Mac app store. Oh, I want that, don't I? Uh, no. Why? You, you don't want Mojave. All right. Well, why does it keep telling me I do? Because they want you to have Mojave. Yeah. Well, surely, surely I should have it then. Just because someone says that you should have it doesn't mean you should have it. Doesn't it? What does it mean? <laughs> Why are they telling me I should get it or I will be, you know, I won't be hip and trendy and up with the kids? Well, if someone said you need uh, a bum lift, would you get one? Yeah, but I don't. I've had a look in the mirror. Right, so you wouldn't get one? No, no. I could do with improving my six-pack. Right, and what would you like, eight, nine, twelve? No, just, you know, just, just tighten it up a little bit. But, um, you know, my pecs are good. Are they impeccable? Impeccable, yeah, impeccable. Mm-hmm. It's a funny, I had a caller the other night, and uh, I'd just been talking about a picture of my friend Carol Vorderman, uh, <laughs> who was in the paper talking about her, her new haircut, uh, which was very nice. But, uh, of course, the picture in the paper, uh, Carol's, Carol seems to have um, changed physically. Quite she's, a lot recently. She's morphing. Yes, into amazing. Her age, that's amazing. Um, and this bloke said, yeah, she has got her knockers, but I like her. She has got her knockers, but I like her. Yeah. Well, people sort of knock her, don't they? Sort of. Oh, see, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, they do yeah. knock her. And then Ash, Ash chipped in, I'll take two from the top and one from the bottom. <laughs> I think most people would, given the opportunity, wouldn't they? You know, somebody rang and complained. They said, that's the sort of childish joke we would have expected back in the 80s. I said, I'm very sorry. I can't help myself sometimes. I'm an 80s man. Are you? Yeah. Do you see this, uh, This uh, just before we start the show, this um, this, this whole uh, business of, of the advertising standards campaign um, about the sexist adverts where uh, a woman was sitting on a bench waiting for uh, a bloke to come and pick her up or something. And a baby on a carousel in an airport. Yeah, and apparently that's sexist. Of course it is, yeah. Why is that sexist? Because it generates money for the advertising standards agency. Oh, right. I see. Yeah, yeah, but... No, I mean, the advert isn't really... I mean, you know, are we trying to make everything sort of... Dear, oh dear, oh dear. When a bloke can actually give birth, then everything can be equal. That's that's happening soon, I would imagine. Yeah, but it's not happening at the moment. And so, however much we all want to be, e- we can't be equal. Well, we're equal, but we're not the same. You know, we all have the va- men have had it too good. I would agree for too long, and uh, um, and and I mean, here I am, sort of now doing all the housework and everything else, and and I wish I'd actually done lots more. Before, but there you can only you can only do what you can do, I suppose, when you realise it. But this whole thing of trying to make everybody absolutely the same. Let's get women on the front line in the armed forces. Well, yes, if some women want to do that, but that's not the norm. You know, and it's not it's you know, quite a lot of families are still where a man goes out to work and uh if his I don't like to use the word wife, but partner or whatever you want to call it has had a child, and, and she's looking after it. I don't think they should be made to feel that they are second-class citizens. And a lot of women pour a lot of pressure on other women, and some men as well who think that they're being terribly right on, by looking down on a woman who says, I gave birth to these children, 
and I want to bring them up. I'm getting sick and tired. Who the f***ing hell do the Advertising Standards Agency think they are? Uh, to start saying, well, you, you can't do anything unless it, in case it makes uh, one section of society feel inferior. You only feel inferior if you are inferior. Does that make sense? Not quite, but I sort of get where you're going. Right. Well, let's not say any more. Don't put any of this shit out. Let's just get on with the programme. Play the theme. So here we are. Very good day to you. Whatever time you're listening, the James Well Radio Podcast is on the air. Why did I say it like that? I have no idea. So listen, um, I got uh, a good telling off from some of my callers on the radio show the other day uh, for saying that I didn't think that putting these warnings to kids about knife crime on boxes in fried chicken shops was racist. A lot of people say, of course it's racist, you can't do that. Why? Why? Hang on, I don't understand this. If young people go in to a fried chicken shop, not mentioning any names, but there are lots of them all over the place, and they like to go in there and they like to buy uh, fried chicken, and the problem is rife amongst young men at the moment of knife crime, why would you not actually start putting warnings about the dangers of carrying knives uh, on anything where you think young people are going to see it? Why would you not? Energy drinks. They should put them on them. Kids drink them. Yeah. But why would you not? Why is it racist to do that? Well, is it uh, chicken shops that only certain ethnic minorities go into? Majors. <laughs> I'm drunk then, trying to think of the right politically correct word to use. <clears throat> well, I mean, look, uh, I just, so, hang on, are white people not allowed to go into chicken shops anymore? Oh, they can go into uh, KFC, but they can't go into any of the others. What a load of fucking bollocks. Look, and I, I am so sick of what, what are called community leaders, unelected dictatorial people who suddenly decide to get a bit of power and start telling people in, uh, in certain areas, whether it's religious or ethnic, that they are in charge and uh, they're, they're sort of defending. We are all human beings um, and we all live in Britain and we should all start pulling together the, rather than apart. That's, that's obvious. And, you know, kids of all colours go into chicken shops. And this is, this is the same sort of fuckwit idea uh, when people moan about stop and search. You know, if a, if a policeman has been told that there is uh, some white guys just committed a crime and uh, if you see anybody looking suspicious, stop them, uh, and they say, well, we, look, that guy, that's a white, there's a black guy, but it's a white guy we're looking for, you can stop the white guy. And the same would be said uh, if it was somebody who committed a crime and somebody says their, their skin colour was dark. Can we get away? This, it's not the skin colour. We're all, you know, it's, 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 it is what you happen to do. And some people, oh, well, that's not right, because you're not black, you don't understand it. And I don't like to use the, the, the term, I've got lots of black friends. I, I've got friends of all races and colours, um, 
and I don't know how to say this without offending people, and I don't really care if it offends people. It's a mindset rather than a skin colour as to whether or not you do well. There are people of, of both skin hues, I'm trying to be politically correct, but you can't really, can you, um, who come from fairly poor backgrounds who have been very successful. All right? Mm-hmm. Think of them. Um, and, and, uh, and, and people then blame their background as to the reason why they haven't been successful. Theopathetus, all right, um, who, whose family came from Cyprus, settled in this country when he was a child, uh, and he was brought up in one room in Stoke Newington. He's a billionaire. Uh, Dion Dublin, black, young black guy, became a footballer, now a TV presenter, came from a poor background. Uh, it just it annoys me intently that people will use any excuse to say it's not fair. I came from the wrong. You know, if you if you have a, a, an ambition and you want to succeed, then that there's nothing stopping you. But you have to have that within you. I know lots of people who have very privileged backgrounds, went to uh, private schools, and end up doing mundane jobs and not doing very well at anything. In fact, their parents sort of uh, get really upset and think they've given them all the benefits. And, you know, I went, I went to a, I failed the 11 plus. I went to a secondary modern school. I was told I would never amount to anything because I was dyslexic, but there was no such thing when I was at school. So I was just thick. And uh, I, 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 I didn't, all the sort of job opportunities of doing this, that, and the other, which were all boring and banal, I didn't want to do. And so I, I sort of looked around for something I did want to do and, and just got on with it. And yes, maybe, right at the beginning when I was very young, I actually told a few porky pies to get interviews and to get to places. And the other thing that a lot of kids today have, have lost is enthusiasm uh, and the ability to verbally communicate because you can fill in all the f***ing forms you like, but if you get to an interview or you eventually get to meet to some somebody face-to-face, unless you can show enthusiasm, unless you can communicate, then you are probably not going to get taken on. The same way we've been talking in the news recently about uh, not everybody needs to go to university. I never went to a university. I know people who did go to a university and are doing pretty, very poor paid jobs with very little prospect for the future. And they've got a 30,000 debt hanging over their head. So I I know quite a lot of people who university didn't do any good to at all. And I know some parents who say, oh, yes, but I'd like my child to go to university. Just have a couple of years of freedom before they have to settle down to the hard graft. That's bollocks. If you don't start working hard straight away, then I can assure you, you will probably not achieve very much. It's mindset. And if you don't want to go to university and you've got an ambition to do something else, for argument's sake, uh, I was talking to Charlie Mullins, you know, the CEO of Pimlico Plumbers. Now, there's an interesting man. Came from a very, very humble background. Built up an enormous business. And he's at the moment trying to get apprentices to become plumbers. And it was, oh, I don't even know, plumber. Plumbers earning sort of, you know, around £80,000 a year. More sometimes, depending on how hard they're prepared to work. 
It's got nothing to... Oh, well, I went to a university, so uh, I'm entitled to be better off than those people who didn't. No, you're not. No, you're not. Uh, you, because you went to university doesn't mean a f***ing thing. It just means you sort of sat there and, you know, if you want to go to university because you have an ambition in your head, don't go to university because, well, I haven't really made up my mind yet. I haven't really decided, so I think I'll just do some... I'll go and do art or something at university and then I bet the majority of people who think like that never find their way in life. And what we're doing now, we're trying to bring everybody down to the same level. So those people who've got enthusiasm, who want to go out and earn lots of money and make their way in the world, are being knocked back the whole time by people saying, oh, well, it's not fair. They obviously came from a privileged society. Well, some people did, but loads didn't. And entrepreneurs mainly came from fairly poor backgrounds but had had the what would you call the nous yeah. they had the, the they had the vision and they did well so university fine if you want to go to university and you've got a plan to go but don't just i mean I, over the years i've done what i do i couldn't get the sort of job i have now with the bbc because they would want you to have a university degree henceforth the majority of people who work for the BBC are rather dull, boring, and not very effectual. They have to take on, occasionally, people like me uh, to, uh, to actually breathe a bit of life into the boringness, which is a shame, really, because, you know, the media, the broadcasting media, is completely different to the, the written media, and a lot of people don't seem to understand that. So in the BBC, well, you're a trained journalist, yes, you can have a job here. Doesn't mean you're a good communicator, verbally. Doesn't mean that at all, does it? And so I can tell you, when people come and who've been to university, we have one a dear person, dear person, very nice, very, very uh, accommodating, um, and they had a master's degree in broadcasting journalism. And they had no idea how to make coffee. And they had no contacts. And... When they opened their mouth, their voice was, there was nothing. It was just flat and not, you know, and, and they didn't have a lot of enthusiasm either. But they had a master's degree, so it opened doors. And that, in my view, is wrong. Totally and utterly wrong. So anyway, how did I get off, uh, off chicken shots to that? But anyway, it doesn't really matter. Um, so back to this whole thing about chicken shells. Listen, anywhere youngsters congregate of any colour, and we have this problem, and a, a predominant problem in many areas of young black guys, by the way, then let's target the advertising to them, right? Mm -hmm. That surely is the most intelligent thing to do. Why chicken, though, and not burgers? That's a very good point. Get it into the burger shops. Get it into the pizza shops. Get it into the fashion stores where young people go. Get it everywhere. Sorting your differences out with a knife, or recently some poor guy been stabbed to death in Newcastle by a bunch of yobbos with a screwdriver, all right? Which, arguably speaking, is probably easier to stab somebody with than a knife. Yeah, and you've got more of an excuse to carry a screwdriver, haven't you? Yeah. I've just been doing Well, I think we're going to have to ban screwdrivers. We're going to have to have a screwdriver amnesty, and you'll get these uh, police inspectors puffing themselves up and putting their best uniform on and posing uh, with a dustbin full of screwdrivers. That'll make a difference, won't it? Yeah, and then it'll be coat hangers. 
How could you kill somebody with a coat hanger? I just... I don't think you should say that on the air. It could encourage people to do something stupid. Good point. I'll beat that out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I should, if I were you. But this whole thing really has annoyed me. And I had one caller rang me, um, and uh, she got very upset about it. She said, but this is racist. How can it be racist? Well, they're putting it in chicken shops where young black guys go, it's racist. That in itself is racist, isn't it? That's correct, yeah, that's that's the racist bit. Yeah. I'm just looking out of my window. I've got that bindweed growing up through a lilac tree. Is it still flowering? Um, not today because it's not sunny. Interesting thing about those white flowers on bindweed, they come out only in the sun. And then they disappear when it's not sunny. Mm. I didn't know that. Oh, well, you learn something every day. I'm going to have to get out and do some gardening down this side of the house. Just break the the uh, the root at the bottom and yeah, then they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll just fall off. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm going to have to do. Mm. Uh, I can't do it now, can I? Not right now, no. 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 Mm. Oh, dear. So much to do, so little time, eh? Oh, there's always time. Mm. So anyway, I've got over that, and I just I find it really difficult. And also, I did another interview the other day about the problems in Kashmir. Yeah, and nobody's really talking about that, right? India and Pakistan facing each other over uh, poor old Kashmir, and uh, of course, there are quite a lot of Kashmiris who live and work and have done for many years, generations in Britain. It's not really making the news. I did an interview the other night. Um, with somebody about it because, you know, both these sides have nuclear weapons and to say that their governments are occasionally unstable is probably a bit of an understatement. So it is a bit of a worry, isn't it? They're not going to do anything like that to uh, Kashmir, though, I don't think. They both want it for a start. Well, no, but they start having a go at each other and and there's been wars fought over Kashmir for years. Where is it going to stop? Oh, I suppose they won't actually target Kashmir, will they? They'll go over the top of Kashmir and onto each other's side, I suppose. Yeah, well, we don't want them going anywhere with nuclear weapons, do we? No, no. But interestingly enough, that's not really making the news much in this country, is it? Well, we do have bigger problems. What? Well, you know, um, whether we're going to get Jeremy Corbyn as a caretaker. Jeremy Corbyn is not going to be a caretaker prime minister. That is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. Look, I think Boris Johnson's doing a good job. As a a Remainer, as a person who thought we should never have left the European Union, this whole business has cost this country billions, and by the end of it all, will have cost it enormous amounts of money. Um, David Cameron should be ashamed of himself. I've said that before. But now, I've changed my mind. Because the European Union are doing everything they can to make Britain look stupid, and some of our MPs are helping them. The way that the European Union elected their next hierarchy, completely undemocratic, in my view. And in fact, it looked like nobody wanted certain numbers of the jobs, so they just put anybody in. And I don't want to be told what to do or have to pay any kind of lip service to them. When you come right down to it, we all agreed to join a common market. And that was a jolly good idea. And if the European Union continue to work this way, helped, I'm afraid, and I think Boris is absolutely right, helped, I'm afraid, by certain British members of Parliament, you can't take a no deal off the table if you're having a discussion, can you? Because then you have nothing to fall back on. 
So that's ridiculous. And I think a no deal would be stupid for everybody. So all, what we need is to carry on our trade with European nations the way it is. So give us a free trade deal, a kind of Norway point two or whatever it was. I was talking to Stephen Kinnock, the Labour MP, the other day. Very intelligent, very clever. Why he is not the leader, I've no idea, of the Labour Party. They have may have more chance of winning then. Um, and, and, you know, we need to leave. In fact, quite frankly, as far as I'm concerned, we could leave now. Leave today. And say, right, run around, get yourselves uh, into a position, just carry on the way we are. But we are not involved in the European Union because you are trying to make it difficult for lots and lots of countries becoming very nationalistic at the moment. And that is a huge worry. The more nationalistic they get, the more chance of conflict there is. And the reason a lot of these uh, far-right organizations are doing so well is because they're feeling people are feeling threatened by other countries to take them over and people don't want that they want to continue with their own um uh, their own culture their own self-awareness if you like uh unfortunately politicians the world over it seems have lost contact with the people who they are supposed to serve and, and it's getting out of hand. And that's how you get people like Donald elected in America because a lot of people felt they were disenfranchised. We need to get this back. And those people running the European Union need to know that it is their fault. I'm a big fan of Europe. And the only way we can continue to make Europe safe is for us to leave the European Union, lead others, I suppose, and then restart a new, uh, a new deal a new, a, new, uh, a new association with European countries where we continue to have free trade in the way we have for the past 40 years. Am I making any sense at all? I'm not sure if I am, but that's what we need to do. I wish I'd brought it up now. No, okay. Now, listen, here's a question because I'm, I don't even... When I was 16, I was working. Mm -hmm. I left school at 16. I went to work uh, on a builder's yard doing demolition work. That was my first job. Uh, then uh, I got a job in in a big store called Harrods in London. I uh, lied my way into that, by the way, and then you know did various other things. But sixteen, I was uh, I was sort of working and hanging out in the West End of London and going to the Marquee Club, and then decided to become a DJ. And any, anyway, uh, so I'm a bit annoyed when any criticism of this. Um, this young lady called uh, what is her name Greta Thunberg, the, the 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 environmental activist who's only sixteen, who is a huge heroine of all kinds of people, who's now going to a UN uh, meeting by sailing from Britain to America in a yacht with uh, no engine. Okay, do you know the the girl I'm talking about? I do, I do. Yeah, isn't she the most annoying teenager on the planet? Teenagers usually are. Though, to be fair. But, but you know, so I'm, I, and so I'm, how could you bully children? I'm not bullying. I'm saying she's just annoying. You know, everybody says, oh, yeah, she's right. It's just ridiculous. You know, what, what, what is going to be achieved by this? Oh, we're highlighting climate change. Again, look, the climate is changing. You're absolutely right. And it's probably got quite a bit to do with what we've been doing on the planet for some time. But you show me conclusive evidence of how not doing certain things is going to stop the climate changing. So that's all I want. Just show me if I stop driving my car tomorrow 
Well, if I stop driving my car, it won't make any difference. You can get the whole world to stop. Uh, get the people in the Amazon Delta to stop felling trees. Get all those people in other countries uh, who, who may be at different stages of development to ours to stop what they're doing that might be harmful to the planet. And what we need, if you, if you really believe in that, what we need is a new world order, a world government to sort that out. And I'm getting sick and tired of being told, oh, well, you're one of those oldies who's ruining the planet. Can we get an Article 60 to uh, leave the world order if we don't like it? No, I don't think so. And I don't think it'll happen. We need to stop throwing stuff away and wasting stuff. I'm completely on board with that. Single-use plastic and the amount of, of mess that we've shoved into the oceans and into holes in the ground needs to be stopped. And we need to cut down on pollutants. Absolutely agree. But this, this, this kind of hysterical uh, outburst from people, you know, climate revolution, we've got to do it now, everybody's got to stop eating meat, we've got to stop flying planes, we've got to... Yeah, that isn't ever going to happen. And everything adapts to new ways of going on. Look, the sea level will rise. We've known it's going to rise for years before we went on about climate. You know, the sea level dropped some time ago and it's going to go back up, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of these climate scientists uh, uh, are coming up with these... Um, modelings that they're doing about what's going to happen but lots of them differ the one thing they all agree on is the climate is changing and it may well be changing quicker now than it's ever changed before as far as we know but I'm led to believe and I'm not a scientist I'm just putting the other side of it because I think you know we get very hysterical and uh, governments are using these arguments to try and tax people even more and control people even more but when the Ice Age, the last Ice Age came along, didn't it come along very quickly, almost overnight? I don't know, I wasn't there. Well, no, but didn't we find people who were obviously there and frozen because the amount of snow suddenly came down? Mammoths, some humans. Didn't it just, you know, started snowing and never stopped? That's true, yeah. yeah. I think Without yeah. any warning? Well, it wouldn't have had a weather forecast back then, no. No. So, I'm just saying... Uh, if we think about this more rationally and pull together and do start cleaning up our planet, and here in the United Kingdom, we throw more litter away on the streets than any other country I've ever been into. That's because there's nowhere proper to take your stuff to. That is something that could be sorted out tomorrow, couldn't it? Yeah, if we put more money into that rather than having all these other things that we're wasting money on, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Also, the aviation industry are obviously going to be going electric planes. Uh, that's their projection for the future. Now, in order to pay for that, they need to have as many aircraft in the sky with as many passengers on it right now. Mm. So it's a natural progression. Well, yeah. and th I mean, and every time you take this tack in the discussion or debate, you get shouted down by people who are hysterical about it and actually don't even think about it, which is annoying in itself. If we didn't have a boom in car sales, the car companies wouldn't be able to invest money into electric exactly vehicles. Right. Exactly right. Exactly right. But I still don't understand why the shit ends up in the sea. Well, because it doesn't go through... Um, it doesn't go through the, uh, the, the, the proper channels, does it? Yeah, it gets sold on to dodgy countries. Hmm. But, you know, these are the things we could be doing something about. 
We're not going to stop everybody flying planes. We're not going to stop certain areas uh, using fossil fuel. We're not going to do it for a while. But fossil fuel will run out, obviously. There's only so much of it there. Well, no, it won't run out. It'll just it'll replenish itself, but it'll take a long time to do that. Well, yeah, but we might use all the that's available before the rest replenishes itself, that's wouldn't true. we? Yeah, that's true, yeah. You see, I worry about mining and all those holes in the ground. I don't know why we still mine. Well, I don't, but China's just opened the biggest mine going. What are they mining? Coal. That I don't understand why people are mining coal these days. Well, no, I don't either, but they are. Well, you need coal-fired power stations to, to start. Well, you don't need coal fire, but if you've got a lot of it, as they have in China, and they dig it out uh, with big pits, you know. You know, you need to mine the, the modern things, like the things to make lithium batteries and things mm -hmm. like that, I understand. But coal... Yeah. I'm talking about China, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, am, I the, am I the only person as well who finds the demonstrators annoying? In China? Yeah. I have to say that I'm not 100% understanding what they're actually fighting for. They didn't want to be extradited back to Chinese mainland <laughs> um, uh, if they'd done wrong. Uh, I don't, they don't like the authoritarian government. They think back to Tiananmen Square, although a lot of those people demonstrating weren't even around when Tiananmen Square happened. Mm. Uh, but that's China has a different uh, view on uh, running their country to us. Yeah. And, you know, if they don't want to live under that rule, maybe they have to, to leave. Maybe we should allow all those people uh, who feel they're British because they keep waving flipping British and American flags. That's not really going to warm us to the Chinese for great trade deals when we leave the European Union, is it? As somebody said to me, so you support the author authoritarian government of China? I said, I don't support anything. It's their country. It's got nothing to do with us. I mean, colonialism was the biggest mistake of the United... of, of Britain, wasn't it? The British Empire. Empires are always... Empires mean you subjugate other people. Yeah, you only have to watch Star Wars to see how bad the Empire is. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we, we should be giving Gibraltar back to the Spanish, uh, the Falklands. Well, I don't think anybody clapped, really... Um, but we, we, you know, all these colonies that countries have, France has got colonies, Spain's got colonies, you know, we don't have any business doing that, really. That's, that's not how to make life better for people in other countries. Surely people should be allowed to decide for themselves. Isn't that the right way to do it? It's like one big game of Monopoly. It is, isn't it? Hmm. And unfortunately, people then die. So, you know, if, if take it from me, had there been loads of these, for argument's sake, climate change protesters closed down Heathrow, do you think we would not have sent the police in and sent them in very hard? I think that we would have sent more than the police in, wouldn't we? We might well have sent the army in. Mm. You can't have people closing down your airport. Think on about that and then stop moaning about, you know, if you don't like China, then go over to... Well, no, don't go over to China, but... Um, it, that's their business. You know, we, we put... We, hang on. Nobody's criticising Saudi Arabia for some of the appalling things they're doing. Have you noticed that? Nobody ever criticises Saudi Arabia. Well, they're too important to us. All oh, right, OK. Listen, I've got, I'm going on far too long. Do you think you should do something on the show today? Do you think you should do tech talk or some movies or something? I don't know. I, I, can, I can talk a, a little bit about techy stuff. 
Well, good, because then we'll do questions and then we'll be finished the podcast. I'm sure people are bored stiff by now. Okay, uh, British Airways, if you if you go first class, they're going to be starting to uh, give you uh, VR headsets. Very nice of them, thank you. So you can uh, put the headsets on and get a, like a virtual mm. assistant, uh, you know, to uh, talk to you and uh, have a look around the plane and the cockpit. And, oh, you know, good, good, and, yeah. And, and I was kind of thinking, well, surely it, it should be the people in the in the poorer section of the plane that get the VR headsets, so they get the first class experience. That's a very good idea, and likely to work. Well, you put the headset on and you get you look around and there's clean mm. seats and. Uh, there's yeah. um, attractive people on the plane, and you know the food's better looking. Although you can't eat it, I suppose. Oh, well, I, I suppose you could get the uh, VR headset to track with uh, your hand movements and the food. Uh, a bit of uh, augmented reality, so you're eating steak instead of a uh, really cheap chicken or something. Mm. So yeah. Okay. Anything else on board with that? I'm, I'm not flying because I'm trying to save the planet. Uh, Euro- some European airlines are launching a uh, a blanket ban on all 15 No blankets on yeah. aeroplanes? Why? <laughs> I don't know. That's what they call it, isn't it? A blanket ban. They're banning blankets. What is the point of banning blankets? Um, a fire hazard. Right, okay. Unless it's a fire blanket. Well, I, I, as I say, I don't fly, but, you know, when I did, uh, it was nice to have a, a blanket when you're uh, flying a long distance and have a little snooze. Um, also, they're banning uh, some 15-inch MacBook Pros that were uh, made between 2015 and 2017 because Apple have announced that they're unsafe and have issued a recall. All oh, right, is that mine or not? No, you have a 13-inch uh, MacBook Pro. You're okay. Are you sure? You can go on a plane. I don't want to. <laughs> I really don't want to. Um, so yeah, the batteries are uh, a bit yeah. dodgy in those. Okay. They get very hot, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of batteries, uh, the new iPhone iOS uh, will um, moan at you if you've ever changed the battery in your phone. Right, okay. So if you take your phone to a phone repair shop and say, look, can I uh, mm. have a new battery in my phone? This one doesn't work very well. And they put the battery in. It'll now do what the cars do, you know, the uh, expensive cars. Is you need to have a service. Well, that's going to start uh. appearing on your phone. So if you use a battery that hasn't been put in by Apple... Even if it's a genuine Apple battery that the shop's put in, it will still come up on your phone saying, mm. this phone has a dodgy battery in it. They right. claim it's for safety, you know, obviously. But yeah. as you can see from the uh, previous uh, bit of news I gave you, Apple aren't exactly known for the safety of their batteries themselves. Right. Okay. Good. Is that it then? Any movies I should see or not? I've seen loads no. of movies this week, but um, you can see what you are. I'll send you a box of uh, Blu-rays down Oh, send me a box of Blu-rays down and I'll have a look. Okay. Um, and, of course, listen, if it's holiday time, you're going on holiday, you should take a book with you to read on your sun lounger. And uh, there's a very good book out by somebody called James Whale. It's called uh, Almost a Celebrity. But that was written, of course, before that uh, legendary broadcaster went into the celebrity Big Brother house. So I suppose that kind of – maybe we should tell him he should write another one now. And you've got your blue tick on Twitter. Um, oh, yes, yeah. And uh, a forward by Chris Moyles in the book, uh, A Lifetime of Nighttime, almost a celebrity James Whale, available from, uh, funnily enough, the James Whale website, jameswhaleradio.co.uk, at a knockdown price of, uh, what is it? Well, it's a fiver, and that includes uh, postage and packaging. That's me going a down fiver. to the fiver? Yeah. Is that all? 
Yeah, and that's me going down the post office. And, oh, you're uh, involved with it, are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, right. And okay. uh, I'll, I'll get you to uh, sign some, even though you shouldn't be signing other people's books. No, absolutely. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll do that. All right. Um, so go to the website, check it out. Maybe a baseball cap, or even a you know polo shirt or something like that. You could you could buy from the website, uh, James Whale Radio. .co.uk. That's correct. Yes, that's the place yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, so I'm always happy to do commercials for people, of course. Well, you could do one for James Whale, couldn't you? Well, I just did, didn't I? Oh, that's true. Yeah, you did. Well yes, done. Yes, yeah, I just did. Yeah. Yeah, something else I was going to talk about. I can't remember what it was, but it doesn't matter. Um, right. Okay. Uh, let's uh, finish off with the questions, shall we? You're not going to do any Whale's Mail this week? Well, have we got any? Well, we've oh, got I got a little bit. Let me have a look. Okay, hang on. Um, right. Oh, yeah, so we have, yeah. Um, hello, are you, if you want to send uh, James Whale an email, uh, it's jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. Correct, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hello, James, and your pleasant-sounding producer, Rob. <laughs> How wrong you are. I have noticed this summer the lack of honeybees and butterflies in my back garden. And in general, when I go cycling in my local woods compared to recent years, do you think that global warming and climate change are having a direct effect on the ecosystem? Stuart from Sussex. Not really, Stuart, because my garden this year has been full, full of bees and butterflies, and butterflies that I haven't seen. And on my very small um, uh, natural pond, I have got... um, uh, I've got hoverflies, uh, I've got dragonflies. In fact, quite frankly, I'm beginning to wonder whether the climate change is actually encouraging the ecosystem in this country. Um, but it's up for discussion, Stuart. Thank you very much. Uh, Pauline has been in touch. Pauline says, uh, James, I'm listening to you while writing this. I tweeted yourself earlier this afternoon regards call centre fraud. I am so disgusted. Theresa May tried her best to convince us that the crime rate has gone down. We all knew it was lies. Knife crime has gone up. Robberies have gone up. Violent crime has gone up. What an uncaring and cold society we now live in. This business of TV licenses is also a disgrace and coldness towards the elderly. Pauline, thank you for getting it off your chest. Yeah, I I think the, the TV license is well overdue for being scrapped. I think the BBC needs to be cut back. I can't tell you the trouble the BBC is in behind the scenes, but I think it will become uh, self-evident in the not-too-distant future. They waste money because they don't have to do anything to get it. They send threatening letters to everybody. Do you know the amount of people? There's nearly, uh, I think, a million people almost who have not paid their TV licences, and I think 11,000 people were prosecuted. In the last year. It can't be worth it. You know, people people are fed up with the TV licence, fed up with having to pay for something that they may or may not use, fed up with being threatened by the uh, threatening letters you get from TV licensing. I think it's time to actually cull the BBC. Not all of it, but vast majority of it. Uh, Adrian writes, uh, My sister, Juliet used to be an avid fan of your show when you were on Radio Air. Oh, that was back in the 80s and appeared on it a couple of times playing and singing the horn or singing and playing the horn. Uh, she now lives in Australia and is 50 next month, so I'm compiling a video of memories and well wishes to surprise her with. I wondered if it would be possible if you'd send her a short video wishing her a happy birthday 
for me to include. Well, I can't do the video at the moment, Adrian, but you could always take this bit out of the podcast and we can say to Juliet Fake, uh, a very happy 50th birthday. You look back, where did all the time go, Juliet? Where did all that time go? Perhaps actually I could get um, a video of Juliet playing the horn that we could include on the programme in the future. Uh, if you want to email in, uh, all you've got to do is email James at, uh, sorry, I'll do it again, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com, jameswhaleradio at gmail.com. I thank you. There we go. Should we do uh, questions for the whale then? That would be nice if you've got time. I've always got time for you. Oh, good. That's lovely, darling. Thank you. No problem. Hugs and kisses. Right. All <clears throat> oh, right. Okay, go on. Uh, Bill Roberts. Uh, do they uh, deliberately put rubbish on TV during the day to try and make unemployed people find jobs quicker? Yeah. Well, that was a quick answer. Well, uh, you, you wanted the answer. That's the answer. He's right. Yeah. That's good. Quick and mm. factual, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Kyle Ricards, uh, pork pie or Scotch egg? Uh, pork pie. Mm, yep, yeah, I agree with that. Don't like eggs. Uh, Tony Ingram. Uh, oh, this is a complicated one. It's quite long. Okay. Uh, cool. When playing uh, football, a player shoots for a goal and it comes off a defender before going in the goal. It's sometimes awarded to the player it last came off. So I was wondering if uh, a dog came on the pitch or a pigeon... Would the uh, award of the goal go to the animal? I hate to be negative, um, but I really don't give a fuck. I can't stand football, and I I have n I don't give a monkey's one way or the other. I don't watch football. I don't have a favourite football team. It's not so. I don't like those manly things. You know, standing in the pub with a pint of beer, talking about sport. I'd rather tell you about the scented candles I've just bought or the new scatter cushions I've got for my bed. And before you make an assumption, no, I'm not gay. What scented candle scent did you buy? I've got rose at the moment. It's very nice. I like the green tea one. Yeah, no, it's not strong enough for me. I like something a bit more. Sandalwood is one of my favourites too. Oh, yeah, sandalwood's good. That's a, that's a classic bill, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, see, we should go down the pub. No. I go down to the pub for a gin and tonic. Okay. Particularly like rhubarb gin at the moment. And if you have it with ginger ale, it is delicious. Is that a ginger gin? Yeah. Is that something I just made up that we could be yeah. turning into? Just get on with it. I'm going to the pub now. Okay. Uh, Rob James. Uh, why do people say they have slept like a baby when babies wake up every few hours? No idea. People say some strange things. People do strange things like putting in baby on board in the back of a car. Didn't we talk about that before? Uh, I have. It's one of those things that annoys me. Do you think I, I, I'm, I'm going to drive carefully whether you've got a baby in your car or not? It's a ridiculous thing. Or people put show dogs on board. Am I going to drive more dangerously near a car which has mongrels in it? It might make you a bit more panicky while driving if, you, if you've been alerted to the fact there's a baby in front of you. It's a stupid thing to put on the car. Anyway, go on. Uh, Andy Quick. Should emergency services use video messaging to assess calls? Does it help in doing it? I don't know. If it helps, yes. 
I suppose if you've uh, got a phone with something like FaceTime on it, because they all know when you phone in that it has, mm. that you could activate it on the emergency side and automatically turn the camera on, and therefore mm. you'll get a better sort of impression of what's Yeah, I going think on. it's a good idea. Very good idea, then. Yeah. That's the future, though, isn't it? Video mm. uh, yeah. calls to the Every call service. will be video soon, yeah. Indeed. I th- well, that's, that's enough questions. Good. Well, I'm going now because I have loads to do today and uh, this has taken a lot longer than normal. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Check out our shop on the website, jameswellradio.co.uk and have a lovely time. And join me on Talk Radio or back here on the podcast, uh, well, whenever you like. There's nearly 300 hours of uh, of this. You just have to go to the website and download it. Right, Rob? Yeah? Get your duster out and clean the f***ing mess in this studio. Well, it'll take me about four hours to get there, but I'll get my duster. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason. <laughs>